a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Wednesday footy chalk, so much to get through. Has Clint Newton finally gone too far with the ACTU now getting involved? We're going to get Gordy to unpack that, Gordon. Latrell's back. How good. South Sydney, glory, glory. So that's what they needed. We'll talk about Latrell Mitchell. Daily Cherry Evans plays his 300. Congratulations. What a good man he is. Yep, is he still backflipping all the way to 300? We're going to unpack the Titans as well. It's also the big fella's birthday tomorrow. 50 years of age. The ripe 50-year-old. This is Footy Talk, a listener podcast. Wednesday footy talk. Gordon Tallis and Dobbo with you on a Wednesday. All thanks to listener. Uh, Gordon Tallis, uh, a very good morning to you. I'm going to start straight up. RLPA v the ARLC. Peter Volandis, rightly so on Monday, stepped in and said, let's try and get this sorted. I was flabbergasted yesterday, and that is the word. Now, I understand Clint Newton has the best intentions, and he believes that he is looking after what he's members, which is his players. But to bring the ACTU in and for the union, the ACTU to then get involved. Can you explain that to me? Who are they? Well, I'm not a union man. I've never been a part of a union, but I understand the importance of what a union is for the Australian working class. Yes. But I cannot believe that this has got to where it is. I just want to timeline everybody. Last week, the NRL, Peter Valenti said, listen, I want to get this sorted out. So, Clint, stand aside. Andrew, stand aside. Yes. Both of them don't get on. They both agree. Andrew Abdo, he said, right, I'll stand aside. For the betterment of the game. Now, Clint Newton is refusing to. Now, he's hiding, not hiding. He is saying that his members are backing him. Surely there is someone else in that organisation that can come to the table and get this done. Now, I actually want to say... I respect both sides of the story on this, so but this I. is a joke. This is a joke. Right. If you want to get the deal done, Valandis has come back. He's offered that. Clint goes, I want him back at the table. So everything, so I'm just going on what Clint said, right? We want a table, mate. We want to get back to the table. Well, he's at the table. So wouldn't you go and see Pete? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you just drive in and see him? Why would you fly to Melbourne if you want the deal to get done? Can I just ask that question? So how is that going to get... I have no idea why. Okay, I don't right. have so no idea. But I do so, know one thing, Gordon. So like, that's I do what know I'm one thinking, thing. Right? So, and then unions are important in this country, right? But therefore, therefore working class, I believe. Right? Therefore, you know, minimum wage, the people that fight, therefore the nurses and all that to get a big voice to come forward. Is that right? Teachers and all that? Yeah. Yeah, you think? Are they yep. for people that are averaging 400 grand a year? I got a text no, no, message. Are they for, that was no, a question. No, they're not. No, I didn't no they're not. So. But I will say so this. It is an association. It's well paid. They're, they're squabbling over three or four things. Get in there and get it done. Like why? And then to me, I just think part of this is Clint grandstanding. Part of this is Clint trying to stay relevant. Part of this is Clint knowing that because he has publicly said that once this deal's done, well, he's walking away because of the relationship. So this is him, I think, flying around trying to get himself a new job. Part like then that's the cynic in me thinking that, that his best interest isn't the players, isn't the game. The best interest is Clint's. I had a senior rugby league player last night ring me oh, mate, they and, all say, have. And, and say, what the hell 
are we fighting over? It was about getting fair pay. We got the fair pay. What the bloody hell is going on? Mate, this bloke was serious and everybody, oh, well, Dobbo, he's remember, he Dobbo, should know. We, he's like, we. Because of the players, right? Because the players are caught in this, right? Yep. The players are caught in this. And the five that, you know, are sitting there and they're singing from the same hymn book, that is not the rugby league players, right? We all know that some guys that are the mouthpiece don't know that media have rung yeah. his number one guys and they're not over it. But we're not going to name and shame them because they are getting caught in this. So the first part I felt sorry for the fans, right? Yep. And Clint tried to do it and, you know, push the media in a corner. Well, we're fine. Clint, I'm not getting docked my pay, Dobbo. You're not getting docked. No, I'm not. The players, we'll and we'll the players went, well, we're not going to do this because we want our jobs after. So they've all come into the media. So yep. that didn't quite work, right? That he wanted to stop players talking to the media. We saw Josh Reynolds retiring. So then he's gone, oh, well, let's just talk Monday and Tuesday. The reason why he stopped talking to the media is because he didn't want them to be asked the question, what are you fighting for? Do you reckon all of them would have been across it? No. How many do you reckon would have been across every point they're fighting for? That's why he banned the media. That's why he banned the media because how many players are there? 500? Close to 500? Yeah, 485 or something. 485. 485, there'd be 15 across it that probably reads the papers. So I, that's I, why I feel sorry. So then that's the reason why. So first I really felt sorry for the fans. Now I feel sorry for the players. Do you know what I feel Because sorry that for? is the night of nights, right? And that is the night of nights. And when we talk about, you know, Jonathan Thurston, we talk about Dally and when we talk about Andrew Johns, Dally and when we talk about Nico Hines and when he's going to get selected, well, he's a Dally and winner because that's part of your sales pitch. That's part of a company coming and signing you. That's part of your third party. That's part of your money. That's part of your income moving forward is having that on your sleeve, right? Yep. A Dally M winner, which is huge. And now yep. he's going to take that away from the players. I, I don't really get it. So first you. it was the fans that were held out and now he's going to, you know, sacrifice because of his egos getting in the way. And so Abdo's is. So Abdo's going, well, I'll walk away and here's Pete. So let's just get the boards together and work it out. Gordon Tallis with us this morning. This is Footy Talk, a listener podcast. My uncle rang me last night yep. and not a word of a lie said to me, last year he's worked his whole life. Honourable man put his kids through school, bought his own home, paid it off. He said, last year, for the first time ever, I made $110,000. He said, it's taken me 25 years to do it. He's a bricklayer. Yep. Right? He said, and I mean, he's had his tr troubles, but he's a bricklayer. He said, I've worked and I've done it right. He played rugby league his whole life up on the Central Coast. Yep. He got no idea, he said, how the minimum wage – how I look at these blokes and, and we just see, oh, their minimum wage is 150 but once a year. He's got to stop go, looking at the players. He's, yeah. he's seriously. No, no, he's no but that, it's the natural instinct yeah. is this is where where the players are being judged unfairly. Do you know how it gets fixed with everything, right? So the Players Association, it's like a tap and go. So you know when you get your pay, it already comes out. So part of that already gets sent. Yep. Could you imagine if that goes into the players' account and Clint Newton has to invoice them? Every month for the work he's doing. You don't think they'll pay? It's taken him 20 months. That's what I'm saying. So do you know what happens, Dobbo? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. So hear me out. So when you pay, so when yeah, you get, get paid it. and it gets clipped. So just imagine if your gardener it just kept on going into his account. But then all of a sudden the gardener comes over and you got to pay him and you're looking, oh, God, the leaves aren't done. Shit, you didn't sweep the tennis court. The pool's not clean or whatever it is. You would feel bad about handing the money over, wouldn't you? A hundred percent. But when it just but, keeps on coming out and you don't see it coming out, same as player managers. Exactly the same as player managers. 
If you had to pay and it's 70000 a year and it just keeps on getting clipped and you don't hear from them and the only time they ring you is when they're invoicing you, how do you reckon the players would feel? Yeah, you're right. It, it, it'd anyway. make things – and that, that'd make you, – you talk too much sense. This is why you're on 360 in the leading sport, leading football rugby league show in, in Queensland but and New South Wales. That's the simple fact that because the clubs pay, because it automatically comes out, they don't see it coming out. If I'm so paying someone – So the, so, yeah. so my point, if I'm paying someone to do a job, no matter what it is, right, if I'm yeah. paying them and then it's going out of my hands, would I keep on paying them for the job they're doing for me? That's what the players have to look at. Because at the uh, moment – it comes straight away from the clubs and the game pays Clint's wage. Just imagine if they had to pay it themselves. They go, oh, hold on. Players, it's in your hands. Why don't you pay someone that's doing a great job for you? Latrell Mitchell back in the South Sydney side. They need him. It's good to see him back. Uh, I think the round game, 13 he left. Yeah, it's good game, to have him back there. Yeah, oh, look, he's just one of those superstars on the rundown. What does he do in the dressing room? Well, I think he has what Arthur Beetson has. I think he has what Wally Lewis has. I think he has what... The great players, those intimidating players. I think, you know, when you look over and you see, you know, a Greg Inglis pulling up his socks or a Billy Slater or those guys, I think I think he's in that category. I think he's in you know when he's in the dressing room. And the opposition know there's no doubt when he's on the field, he would be the name that most players would call out. I agree with that. Let's talk uh Daily Cherry Evans. Uh, I- I'm going to go on record and say uh, he could be my favourite player in, in the competition. I've always got on well with him. I understand how polarising he's been. But to get to 300 games, Daly was one of these blokes that was quite shy and didn't let a lot of people in. I know you know him very well, Gordon. You've yeah. known him for a long time. And we see a different Daly Cherry Evans to how he's perceived at different times. But play one NRL game, you're a legend. I never got to do that. I didn't even get to play a bloody reserve grade, you know, a bush footballer. Yeah. But to play 300 yeah. To captain your state, to win a series, to win a premiership, to win to play your country. Yeah. He has done everything. He hasn't and, made a yeah. lot of decisions that have been popular. You know, the one that sticks with me is the backflipping on the Titans and that Titans, hurt me because sure. I was there and you could only imagine where they were. I think it was about 2015, right? And then yep. he said he was going. So the thing that hurt me is the conversations I had with him was, yes, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. And then obviously well, he bought a advice, house. He'd bought a house. So, it, yeah, it, so yeah. all that kind of stuff. And people said, well, you get over it. I said, no, well, because it's going to be a 10-year deal or whatever. So once that 10-year deal's over, but he made the decision that he thought was right for his family, and it has been. So he makes the decisions for himself. He hasn't been popular in every team, and I heard him get interviewed the other day, and I think he was talking to a journalist, said, well, not everybody likes you, not everybody likes me. And I think he's grown into that. I think that's the maturity. That's what's turned him into a great leader because – you're not everybody's cup of tea. No one is everybody's cup of tea. And I think once that, that penny dropped with him, but he was allowed to be himself. And if you play good footy and if you are yourself, they will follow you. And I think that's the Queensland leader that we see now. That's the manly leader. He's gone through Desi twice, I think. Jeff Toovey, Trent Barrett. Uh, he's got Anthony Seabolt there with all that troubles. He's been – players have left because of him. Players have probably – gone to Manly, just to play with him. You see Luke Brooks now. So it's been a full turnaround, I think, for Daly Cherry Evans in his career that you get someone like Luke Brooks that would be excited that he's going to play with Daly Cherry Evans. So I I think it's full credit to him. Where does he rank in halfbacks? I don't think he's ever been the number one halfback in the game, but I tell you what, he's been bloody consistent. He's been really – if he's not in the top three every every time. Every sing- yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Like You know, like in every year, but you know how you go. 
well, who's the best halfback? You go, well, it was Jonathan Thurston. Who's the best halfback? Well, it was Cooper Cronk. Well, who's the best halfback? You go, well, it's Nathan Cleary, right? But he's always kept, like, look at the names that are in front of him. He's kept those guys really honest. Yeah, I agree with that. On their toes. I really agree with that. We're going to take a break. This is uh, Footy Talk, a listener podcast. It's Wednesday. Gordy, tell us and Dobbo. Welcome back to Footy Talk, uh, a listener podcast. Gordon, tell us and Dobbo you know, with you. You said welcome back. It reminded me of welcome back, Carter. Welcome back. Come back to the same old place that we belong. Pizza Hut. Oh, that was a Pizza Hut ad. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? <laughs> that's, guys, all the listeners, that's the window that we live in. That's it. That is it. Welcome back. And it's just straight the food. It's just straight the food, okay? We've had his concentration now because we're all fish goals in this business. We've, made, we've had his concentration for 20 minutes. I knew it was going to turn to something else. It's getting close to tuck shop time and the big fella's uh, waiting for the bell, mate. I couldn't only imagine it. you, mate, like at lunch when you hear the first bell and the second they bell. They delivered it to the altar. Did, I didn't have to run. They mate, delivered it to my room mate, in a basket. Like, well, see, when I went to school, like you got a ticket for the first one. Like, <laughs> Funny you're saying that. I was only talking to my kids about like In the brown shop, paper bag and your mum would yeah, write it on there on and it. put it yeah. in a basket. You eat your big lunch before little lunch, you know, like. <laughs> no, 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 no. You ate your big lunch for little lunch. <laughs> hey, listen here, you buffoon. The listen here, you buffoon. <laughs> uh, the Dolphins, they have eight wins. Um, would you believe it? No one would have seen South Sydney, uh, Parramatta, Canberra, Melbourne all falling over last week. Now, just, yeah. you know, the, the anomaly of it to happen has still kept the window open. Uh, the Dolphins have had eight wins. Mathematically, they're a chance. Uh, eight wins is the biggest tick you could ever ask. I, yeah. I, I think they I, beat the Bulldogs mate, in Bundaberg. I thought it would have been about five. Yep. And that would have been a pass for me, right? But more importantly, early on recruitment, you know, I saw Terry Reader say that maybe they were the pawns getting used, like every single player coming off, well, yep. we're going to the Dolphins, we're going to the Dolphins. And they probably felt that they got used up a lot, you know, which is a bit of a shame because it gave a lot of Queenslanders and especially the Dolphins fans hope. But under the radar, to sign Flegler, Farmworth, you know, to re-sign Tabuai Fado, to go and re-sign Gilbert. There's been some big signings at that club moving forward because their nursery is huge. The farm that Redcliffe have to pick from is the biggest in the NRL. No club in the NRL have under sixes running out all the way through to first grade. So And strong in every and, age oh, group well, and not just one team. Well, it's sort of – and that's going to be a double-edged sword and we're going to talk about this in the future, Dobbo, because Redcliffe is probably no good for junior rugby league at the moment because of all the kids going to play there. All the Redcliffe teams are beaten. Other teams by forty. Yeah, so because the they all want, they all 40. think they're getting a pathway. So yeah, all I agree. the so yeah. all the parents. So so then so then we got to unpack that one day. That there's got to be a circle around. If you live outside the circle, you can't play for Redcliffe. You got to play for the club down there. Yeah, I agree with that. Right, because but, then, maybe because then all those kids that are driving fifty and they're driving past the little footy clubs that are dying off because everybody thinks they play for Redcliffe, they're going to go. It's still the same catchment. Right? Yep. It's still yep. the same catchment. At the same carnivals, every NRL sends their, sends their scouts, every, everybody sends them. Playing for yep. them doesn't mean anything. It means that they're going to stop looking at you because you're already there. Go play for another jersey. Oh, geez, that guy plays pretty good. Play against them. Right? See, so this is my theory. Play against them and show up the players that they already have. I, I really like that. I, I think that's right. But anyway, but like Dolphins, Gordy, I think they, I think they can make. Part. 
I don't know if they make the eight, but they'll go close. They'll win a few more games. They'll definitely, but I think they'll beat the Bulldogs on on Sunday. I think they beat the Bulldogs in Bundaberg. Yeah, especially um, with the way the Bulldogs are defending. Look, if they can attack, no. Look, let's go. Do you know what? Let's go the Dolphins. Yep. All right. Oh, but how do you, no, you must be torn in that game being a being a Bulldogs man. I'm not really. I didn't make an opinion. You said, "Let's go." You, you that's always your say, "You always say that you're a bulldogs man." I'm asking for your opinion. You didn't ask for mine. And all as I said, I made a statement that you must be torn this week because you're. I'm a not torn at all. I'm not torn at all. So who are you going for? The bulldogs. I'm a bulldog supporter. Okay, thank you. Now, the most important thing that's happening: you turn fifty tomorrow. Happy birthday, mate. For tomorrow, I mean, we just want to give oh. you from you and I, we've worked a long time together. It's been a love-hate relationship and just happy birthday. I've always loved um, to hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what love-hate means? We've been working God, together mate, since you... 2000, 2012. I've had to put up with serious? you. Are you serious? I got a cake. Yes. That's amazing. Happy birthday, Gordon. Thank you. Well, I'm turning 50. And I'm 50 not tomorrow. One, yeah, listen, I'm not one that celebrates the ageing process, right? Uh, I'm on the Matty John show and then... I've got to do the show. I'm doing the the Roosters and uh, uh, and the Broncos, which I'm excited about. What a clash at the Gabba! So yes. I'm on Fox all day tomorrow. And then you'll come home on your on your the day after fifty. Happy birthday! And and see, I've worked with you since 2012. People don't realise that. I, I would say that in the media, I've worked with you the longest out of anybody consistently. I think I um, worked with you on the on the Saturday when I celebrated on Saturday, my Dead Set Legends. Dead when Set I, Legends. Yeah, when I you celebrated started. my fortieth, I think I exactly. went to Moomoo's. The day you had your fortieth, yeah. I was working with you. Yeah, there you go. So God, and you know what? You what haven't a miserable improved ten one. years. You have just put me in a time tunnel on how you know, miserable my life. How miserable has my life got? Right, I was on top of the world. I was playing for my country, playing for my the Broncos, Dragons, mate, my great state of Queensland, winning grand finals, and then I spent ten years with you. I would say this, and I'll say this, and then we'll finish up. We both have managed to get divorced in that time and both remarried, right? But I win. You know why? Because you had one kid extra. I've had three in that time. So I win just for, for purely. No, 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 no. I challenge that. <laughs> Billy's got five personalities. <laughs> I've got five different kids in one, mate. <laughs> Happy birthday, Bull, 50 thank years you. old. Yeah, happy birthday. And, and, you know, that's and, I'm, you know, and I'm not a cake eater, but this is really good. So thank you, Sam. Yes. I really appreciate it because I know Dobbo wouldn't have put money in his pocket. That, and he would have got true. it for free, so he would have taken it out of someone's Hey, 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 hey. I'm giving you compliments here. There's no need to be nasty. Uh, that's Footy Talk, the Footy Talk podcast for a Wednesday. Gordon Tallis filling his face full mm. of chocolate cake ahead of his 50th birthday, which is tomorrow. We'll see you next time. 